If you freaking don't want to fight, then you freaking might as well stop right now. Are you going to stop fighting? You're behind in this fight. Damn it. Take this. You're behind in this fight. You're now listening. You got 12 minutes left. That's four rounds. What you do in the next 12 minutes, you're going to have to live with for the next 10, 20, 30, 40 years of your life. Your little son, he's not going to be told that his son beat Hollyfield. He's going to be told he beat lost to a guy named Volta. Who's brought up with no talent? You understand? Anything you feel, he's feeling the same for worse. You're just not digging. You hear me? And you can't talk about all the things you talk about if you don't perform. Now listen, do you want to live with that the rest of your life, no. Michael? It's gonna happen. You got 12 minutes. You're behind. You understand? It's gonna start here. Yes, yes, the triumphant return. Yo. <laughs> Episode oh. number 35. Jesus. Knock them out the box. It's been a... Uh, coming out the, the grave with this one. Coming out the grave. Our good friend B took a little vacation with the beautiful family. Yeah. Comes back from said vacation. Is thrown into thrown to the wolves at work. <laughs> Yo. We're trying to get a little R&R. Yeah, can't halfway vacation's not worth it. Halfway right. through vacation, the fucking phone starts ringing. Hey, uh, where are you? I was a Bye. big fan of that that statement. Vacation's not worth it when you it's told not me. Worth it. Yeah, I was a big fan of that. Terrible. It's uh. So anyway, here we are. Yeah, that's Sorry. where that's where we've been. We're, we're uh, inshallah with uh. Oh, un- episode, un- uh, hang on, trenta y cinco. See. Unless there's any, uh, unless there's any uh, unforeseen disastrous events, we'll be coming back to back. Yeah, we're going to be doing a Usyk and AJ episode next week, so we'll hit you back to backs to make up for it. Unless something comes up, <laughs> I I don't. Yeah, well, I'm doing a show next week. Yeah, by exactly. yeah. So I just want to apologize to the friends and and fans, friends, you guys. Uh, my bad. It's been fucking hell. So I'm back. Let's let's dive right in. My name is Vinny Paz. This is my co-host with the co-most, Mr. Brendan Long. We are yeah, back. Yeah. Episode 35. Let's start off. <laughs> Tyson Fury. The guy's the guy's gotta stay uh he's gotta stay comical even when not promoting a fight. Um <laughs> he's making an offer to fight. Chisora. Chisora, right. They've Chisora already fought three. twice. Right. So a trilogy with Derek Chisora for the number one heavyweight in the world, arguably. Derek Chisora and Gabe Rosado have the same agent, I'm convinced. Because uh, these guys, these guys stay relevant no matter what. The it's one amazing. thing is the one thing <laughs> is Chisora will pull a win out of his ass every now and then, whereas Rosado won't. The I, Beck Bully knockout was the first in like a decade, I think. Right, but I'm saying he still won, and then just Ch- Chisora. No, you're right. Chisora's got like four thousand losses. They both do. Yeah, so <laughs> it's it's amazing to me. I mean, why Chisora would turn it down? There could be no reason. So I, my guess is we're gonna get it, and it, it, they're trying to do it. Uh, Which Fury, was, as of two weeks ago, was retired. Correct. And now, correct. Yeah, and now, now he's, he's out. And ta- not just talking about this, but talking about the winner of Usyk. Uh, Joshua too, which we're gonna we're gonna do a deep dive next 
for the next episode. The whole episode will be dedicated to it. So, uh, the you know, the, there's the if, the if, the if, the if they can reach a deal. I mean, why Chisora wouldn't? What is neither the one if here? Like, if Tyson exactly. Fury said, come fight me in my camper, you know what for I'm saying? For 150K, uh, I, he should take it. For a fucking, for some stray dogs. Like, so it's looking like December at uh, oh Principality. Yeah, I know. I know. Why does it even need to be that? It should be eight God. weeks from now. Right. It should be tomorrow. In Principality a Stadium in Cardiff, which is Wales. Um, all that's doing, if you're looking at long run, B, uh-huh. all that's doing because it's December right. would be pushing back the mega, mega fight of Tyson Fury versus the winner of Usyk, AJ, pushing it back to spring of next year is what you would be looking at. We'll, we'll, we'll be at like episode 70 by then. <laughs> but look at it realistically. You have Usyk, Joshua too coming up next week, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're talking August of 2022 because this fight being in December, they're going to want at least four months from that uh, to promote it. And fuck so him. you got... You got April, I guessed April. Just I don't know why I guessed that. I just guessed it. So you're looking at April. These guys are gonna have to almost sit a year, August to April, whatever, however many months that is, which is just bad, man. It's just bad. That's like as often as I record this podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, what I heard uh, was Halloween is obviously October 31st, which is a Monday. I heard that they were looking uh, for the 29th of October for Bud yeah, and Spence, which was like the date that was being thrown around. I guess the more that it's going back and forth, the more it moves a week and then another week. And yeah, then like week. November 19th or something like the that. The last but, thing but I, I heard, heard, it's a couple couple of couple things to be worked out and it's really yes, close. It's So right now it's nearing completion was the words that I heard. Like that's the, you know, yeah. hey, yo, near completion for the 12th <laughs> or the 19th. It's so close that PBC is already started planning the undercard. That's how close. It is. OK, I don't think you can get more close than that. Uh, you can. Yeah, you can't get it. You know, so yeah. it's the next two. The next step is th- they sign or it completely implodes that it's there's right. no, you know, there's right, nothing right, right. more to. um I'm interested. In this I like this. Jojo Diaz will face William Zapata in a lightweight fight on November 5th. William yeah. Zapata can fight undefeated. Jojo always comes to fight. Yep, it's a, um, it's that's a nice little fight. It is. While Jojo can be beat, and we picked against. I picked. I certainly picked against him in against Fortuna. Mm-hmm. Which and then we talked about a lot of stuff. We'll we'll talk about that as we as we move on. Yeah, we gotta Fortuna. stop picking Fortuna. Yeah, yes, that's done. He's uh, uh to fourth, quote Bob Arum. This is our Bob Arum speaking. Arthur Betterbeev owns three titles. If he gets by Anthony Yard and we have a <laughs> result from Bival versus Gilberto Ramirez, then absolutely we want to give Betterbeev the opportunity to win all four titles. So if these guys win both fights, which they should. <coughs> we we should get a unification hmm. out in 2023. Jesus uh, Aram told Devin Haney that he will get Lomachenko. I saw this if still. he wins the Cambosis rematch, which has been set. 
for October 15th, you and I hate that fight. It doesn't right. need to what's, happen. What's more pointless, Chisora Fury 3 or Cambosos Haney 2? I mean, I'm going to root. I'm going to become a Devin Haney fan uh, for the next fight with Cambosos. I'm going to I'm going to pom pom for for Haney to knock Cambosos out. So we I never think it's a bad look if he again. doesn't. I think I think like nothing stop good. I think nothing good happens to Haney unless, until we see the payday. I don't know what the rematch was. Payday for Haney was. Right. If it's good, good for him. Yeah. But outside of the payday, what good is coming out of that? If you don't spark him out. Right. Get if him it out goes the distance again, even if you do what you did last time, which to me and you was a shutout. We said maybe you could find a round in there. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. If you get some pity rounds maybe, and shit. Yeah, I, I think, I, you know, there was one. It could have been the third or fourth. I forget which was, you know, the more removed we become from things, the, the more I forget. There was one where I said I didn't give it to him, but if someone was going to give it to him, it would that would be the round. That, that would be the round. But but hold, but hold on with your saying, which is worse. She saw it. Uh, yeah. Uh, They're both po- pointless. Who gives trilogy. a fuck? This rematch. How about the third option? They're going to give a tune-up for Lomachenko because he's not going right into the Haney fight. Now, I guess you could argue he's been his country's right. been at war yeah. and he needs to get the rust off. But he's not that type of fighter to me. So who's, um, who's who are they giving the? Uh... I don't know, man, and I don't know what you do there. Do you give him a real guy? You give him a live guy? Do you give him a top five guy? Or if I, it's a re- like you know when. They talk about like um guy, you know, be the, the saying he this guy deserves a gimme because they just fight guy after guy after guy. Right, you right, know? Right, right. Real guy after real guy after real guy. Like guys who fought everyone. You don't re- you don't really think about it in in retrospect, but like even Oscar had a couple Johns who oh, yeah. he fought everyone. Where yeah, you were yeah, like, yeah. oh, yeah. this guy, they, like, yeah. I mean, if you even you look at like Joe Lewis, look at through history, they fought shit bags. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I don't. But not, some are for different reasons. Like when you had Joe Lewis bum of the month, it's like, well, sometimes the guys just weren't there. Like with Marciano, the guys just weren't there. Right, right. But what, what I'm saying is, that, yeah, to stay active, they just fought guys. So, so I mean, I don't know if you're a matchmaker, who do you put? And it's fine Loma if you do that in for the comeback and say like. Eight weeks later, you put him in with, you know, my only issue with that is Lomachenko's fighting up. 35 is probably his max. And as he gets older, he gets hit more. Um, Yeah, I still think, you know, when history, we look back historically on it, I will say no matter what he achieves or doesn't achieve, that Lomachenko was too small for 135, you know, and it's not an issue for him of making 130. It's just. If you're talking about guy and it's it, I, 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 a few years ago, he said he just doesn't want to. He doesn't yeah, he doesn't want to put his body through it anymore. He doesn't yeah. want to. He said, I have success here. I'm fine. I don't want yeah. to do it no more. I don't it's just him. my it's just my opinion that that yeah. all these guys are bigger. All of them. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I, I don't know who he's fought at 35 who I didn't say, wow, he's much smaller than this. I mean, obviously, the most. The most. um blatant was Teofimo Lopez who is really going by the time it's over if he doesn't like if he doesn't succumb and when I say succumb I don't mean the worst obviously god forbid I mean if his mental health doesn't get the best of him that kid's gonna end up at 47 maybe 54 with his age how young he is 
and he's it's fighting, like he fights coming up. He's got a fight coming up. Yeah, that's that we're gonna talk about that. But what I'm saying is he looked huge against Lomachenko comparatively yeah. at 35. And you know, he's uh, so uh I don't know who what would you like to see done there, B? Just give me a put on your matchmaking hat. A real guy, a top ten guy, a, a lower end of the top ten guy. Lower or, end of the top or, ten. Lower end of the top ten. You know. Give someone a shot, but you know you gotta think business wise. You don't want to jeopardize, the, you know, the, the possibility of the fight. Uh, I gotta see where he's at. You know what I mean? He, so is he still fighting over there? Like, what's what is the what is the skinny on him? Is did they re- look? As far as I know, man, I've been like, I don't know the skinny, bro. Like, we saw the last you and I. I'm just speaking for you. Correct me if I'm wrong. The last year when I saw him was like in the military uniform. Am I? Right, yeah. Yeah. Have yeah. you seen him no. visually since that picture? No. So I don't I know. Now we know the type of shape that guy is in. Sure. Um, he's a gym rat. I don't know how uh, that all goes out the window when you're talking about war. On the flip side, you think no one praises its athletes more than the United States? You couldn't be more wrong. I mean, he is. Guys like him and Usyk in the Ukraine are it, hover. You can almost start using the word royalty rather than a famous yeah, athlete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, was there some sort of reprieve after he did what he did after Usyk and Lomachenko and the Klitschko show? We are here. We want to fight for this country. Right. Did they give him, um, you know, cake jobs? Which look. I hate to say that when it pertains to war, because when you're in war, there's nothing cake about it. But, you know, was he working at an outpost, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. He did that for X amount of time and right. he's in a gym. But there's if he's there, there's nowhere safe when you're in a war zone. You know, mean, he, was just, he? he was he was running around punching Russians in the face. What right. Are you talking about? Right. That's right. the Adam doing. He's fighting with his fists. No, but like, you know, Usyk made it out of there via another got into another European country, then made his way to. He's been in Saudi, you know what I'm saying? Right. And his camp has been there. He looks incredible. So uh, I, I, we have a, you know, again, the the Usyk Joshua two episode. We have a lot to break down, yeah. including that. Is that good? Is that bad? Guys bulk up. They look incredible, and they're like, "Well, will he able to be able to do what he did last time with Find that out. extra muscle?" You know. But that's a whole episode. next week. Fine. Yes. Finally. I don't know if you even heard this, babe. You are not going to like it because I do not like this. I'm sure I'm interested to know if you heard this because I think everything I said you already knew so far is our news and notes. This is our last little tidbit of news. Nonito Donaire has insisted he will not be retiring from boxing following his rematch loss to Inouye, the monster, where he got obliterated. Instead, Donaire said he intends to move down to Superfly and fight Chocolatito or Kazuto Ioka to become five-weight world champion. I... Excuse me. I don't know what to say there, B. Grazie. I don't know what to say there, B. It's a bad idea on every front. Yo. (laughs) Nah, I want to see it. Okay. Now I want to see it. All right. How the fuck is he going to do that? 
I, I don't know. I is don't he just going to like stick his fingers down his throat uh, like, like an insecure 15 year old girl? Like he's one thing about Donaire, the you and I, we drove, it's our ongoing joke with fighters, particularly Cubans. Oh, that guy's 109 years old. You and I were calling Donaire old and we were guessing he was younger than he was. Like, right. This guy is killing himself to make weight. And he's got to be 36, 37. And we look him up and he's 39, about to yeah. be 40. By the time the fight <laughs> that he's talking about happens, he'll be 40. He's turning 40 soon. Right. By the end of this year, his birthday is some. Right. I so, looked it up. I was like, wait, when me and B did that story, he was 39. Did he just turn 39? And he did it. <laughs> Why is he doing this to himself? I, I, I look, man. I mean, you know, when when does when does someone step in? So when does someone st- intervene? You know, and who November is November? I'll be 40. I mean, how do you tell him what to do? Guy wants to. You don't. Uh, you don't. Oh, what a weirdo. Why would you want to do that? I, I don't know what's going on there. So, <laughs> that, guys, that, I didn't know that either. Thanks for. And now yeah. I want to I see the freak show of him. Dropping weight again. Yeah, to get to, you know. Oh, my God. Yeah. I is mean, that, is, is that like is insane? Remember, like Chris Bird, like w- dropped down to like light heavyweight or whatever. And yeah, I, I think what made me think it wasn't insane was Chris Bird being a middleweight in the amateurs. Yeah. Okay. And he was never a real heavyweight, right. even though he was a super skillful one. And right, the only right. time. The only he, time I saw a prime bird get battered was Ike Bayabuchi. A prime bird. Right. I'm not talking about the later guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But bird was fighting big. Remember how weird he looked, guy. though? Mad weird. It was like, like weird. yeah, it was, it was bizarre. But he dropped back down to light heavy. And when he went down to light heavy, he was shredded and he got killed. He Annihilated. Looked, he looked wrong. Yeah. He was getting hit by like nothing and right. his legs were going. And I was like, yeah, yeah. wow, the human body is interesting, man. Right. This guy looked shredded by that time. His hair, remember his dreads were mad long. by that yeah, 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 yeah. And the whole time he was heavy, he had like a season. Right. His dreads were mad long and he was shredded. I'm like, wow, this guy right, looks right. like Roy. And he like was getting touched with jabs and losing his balance. Human bodies is, is is interesting and strange, and so that's it for news and notes. B, let's run down what's happened since we've been gone. Um, in I I guess it is an upset. You and I both were not shocked that Ray Vargas beat Mark Magsayo. Yeah, we saw Magsayo beat a one-armed Gary Russell, and we both thought he should have gotten him out of there when you're fighting a one-armed guy, right? And or at least dominate the shit out of him. Um, I thought Mike Sio won that fight. I thought he won it um, clearly, but not in a fashion of a one-armed guy. And that's the fight. If you right. remember, we were killing Gary Russell for saying he thought he won yeah. afterwards. <laughs> um, look, so what they're saying, uh, again, we spoke privately about not being shocked about that. Right. So to say on air, um, it just uh, didn't. Mexio's we... not good. No, no, he's got a he's got some sort of uh, like strange. It's all I, I want to call it like a, a tick is the wrong word, but like mental block where he can't like pull the trigger and there's openings. No, he and, can't. Yeah. When you what you you always talk about 
yo, Vin, I know when a guy's done when he can't pull the trigger. This guy's in his prime and he can't do can't it. pull the trigger. So yeah, that's a mental block. That's a mental thing. Yeah, he's got Clear. some. He's yeah. I, if I if I don't see him fight again, it's it's, um, it's too soon. I'm all set. Same with here. Style. Same here. Uh, the Vargas is saying he's looking to unify with uh, Santa Cruz, which obviously is huge because you got a Mexican versus a Mexican American, right. you know, or um you know unification and featherweight so I, I i'm good with that fight if it was sure. to happen yeah uh, S- santa cruz used to throw tons and tons and tons of punches and be in exciting fights and as he moved up he got more and more of a snoozer than me yeah. i kind of got to a i don't care if i see this guy again put <coughs> point uh but he went back down so right we'll see okay. what that you know, we'll see what that means. He's 34 now. I just looked him up. I can't. Yeah. Again, at any anywhere, anywhere smaller than like junior welter. So, yeah, you start being old at that age, you know, right. what I, mean? I just can't like he was a kid. It's weird that he's 30 to me. It's crazy. The, the last three years is kind of, you know, with this covid. Yeah. Fucked everything up. We lost a lot of time. Um, all right. Yeah. Uh, real quick. Uh, Arnold Barboza uh, had a unanimous decision over uh, Danielito Zoria. The the reason that we're even discussing is because these guys are both ranked by some sanctioning bodies. They're at 140. Uh, going into it, they were both undefeated. Um, so Barbosa now 27 and 0. You know, I put him in there against some guys and see what he's got, I guess. Yeah, it's about you time. Know? Let's go. Um, he's saying he wants Teofimo Lopez you know, or, or, a t- or a title shot there. Um, Josh Taylor, wh- wh- what is, what is going Taylor on there with up? the Catterall? Well, what is going on there with the Catterall thing? He's, he was saying, all right, I'll run it back. And then like, I'll run it back, but it's gotta be a 47. And I, I, I never got any clarity there. Do you yeah, I don't, ever? No, nothing. I don't know what Josh Taylor's motivation is lately. Like, I don't know if, does he still want to fight? Does he, is he not sure what, I mean, he seems like kind of a strange dude. I I don't know. I don't know, but uh, same thing, but Regis Progre is sort of the same boat, like kind of career is like. I feel like Progre though, is kind of like put me in against anyone. Like he went in over to the Middle East to get a fight in. Yeah, he says that, but then he goes over to the Middle East and fights some nobody. Yeah, but sometimes it's like, I don't know. I'm not as quick. That guy knowing how he fights and who he's previously fought, I'm not going to put him in that category of like he doesn't want to fight. I think right. he does. You know, that's my but opinion. But he's, he's only had three fights since his Josh Taylor fight in 2019. You know. Yeah, I mean that's not that's not active enough. That's not active enough, all. right? Yeah. So. All right, moving on. And he's thirty-three. To, uh, he's thirty-three. Uh, yeah, again, I mean, it's time to get you know big fights. Get off the pot, right? Yeah, uh, you know, a big name in the sport or a big name on social media. Which one do you want to call it? We weren't on the ad for. Were we on the ad for predictions of Garcia, uh, Fortuna, or no? Um, I don't remember if we were or not. I don't know. Jesus. Um, I know that we just continued to give Fortuna. Yes, yes, yes. We were, and I said. Garcia stops him. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, I think you. Oh, said my that- pick was my pick was I think Fortuna will 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 beat him and not get a decision. Not get a decision. And I said yeah. I said I said Garcia is going to stop him. Matchmakers Which- make matches for a reason. 
he he stopped him. He was never in it. He was nope. out of shape. Uh, this will be the how many how many times have we said that we believe there's something going on with Fortuna mentally? Yeah, he's nuts. Um, comes in. Uh, go, b- before the way and comes out and says, "I'm not going to be able to make the weight." Yeah, they, not, move it to, they move it to forty. Yeah, so th- you start wondering at that point. I mean, the guy, the guy that showed up against Jojo Diaz and lost was at least doing something. Right. Um, you saw the glimpses of the guy you and I used to like. You know that we yeah. think, um, you know, beat some good guys. Sure. That's now over for me. Um, yeah, he's done. Personally. He'll never get. I don't think he'll get booked again. Uh, that wasn't. Th- th- see, you saying matchmakers are they have that job for a reason, and it couldn't ring more true in this scenario because you have a guy who you has have a, all you, you, right. You have a guy that's a name. You have a kid but, that you that you want to. Mo- let me let me just say this before, but but saying it's a name to me is more someone like. Like a Gabe Rosado or Derek Tesora. I wasn't ready to put Javier Fortuna in as an opponent yet. Okay. And you were. Yes. And you were. Yeah. I was like, this guy's good. Yeah, he's and not anymore. And, and and it's but is that but again, is that like is that mental shit? No, I think, he washed I, think he, up? I, I think he's washed up. I think he doesn't I think he doesn't stay fit. If that's the case, then I've just been completely wrong. Yeah, I don't think I think he's like, uh, I think he's like a wild card. I think he doesn't weird. stay fit. I think he, you know, he takes long layoffs. When he gets booked, he tries to get into shape. I mean, for a top level guy to actually look flabby, you know, against the biggest opportunity you've ever had right. to de- to dethrone a name, you're not dethroning a champion. You're not dethroning a pound for pound guy, but you're de- you're dethroning a social media star with a huge name and push in Golden Boy. Right. And you're going to get a monster fight if you beat him. Right, and, right, right. And we're talking about a very beatable kid. That's the difference. And that's mm-hmm. why I'm even discussing this, because there's people that you're just like, oh, I don't see anyone beating this guy or I don't see anyone beating that guy. I absolutely see someone beating Garcia and soon. Okay. So to me, it's like, remember the Mick Conlon thing where going into that loss, I just kept picking against him. Going yeah, yeah, yeah. It was going to happen. Yeah. That, that's been what's been happening with Garcia with me. You know, starting yeah. back like as far as Luke Campbell. Okay. You know, and he put yeah. him on his back pockets. Right, right, right. Uh, I think Garcia is definitely beatable. Um. He's a guy that I don't uh I, I think I think you're hundred percent spot on there. I think we I think we see <coughs> him knocked out in spectacular fashion. Um I wouldn't be so I, I Oscar's so crazy lately. Uh-huh. If he gets knocked out and it's an issue and Garcia comes out and starts talking shit about they moved him too fast, because I could totally see that with this kid. Uh-huh. Uh, how quick does Oscar challenge him to a fight? Yeah. Yeah. I, did you see Oscar's face when he jumped in the ring? I texted you. How did I? His text, eyes? How did I text you? Well, how did I lead that off? And then you wrote, he's fucking insane. 
I forget what my initial text. Oh, you was. said uh, you said I'm 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 waiting for Oscar to do something like erratic. Like oh, OK. OK. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically implying like Oscar makes me nervous. Like he's. The kind yes, of guy, he like... does. <laughs> Excuse me. He's the kind Excuse of guy me. that when they're in my presence, I'm like, be what's up with this guy. Be what's up with this guy. <laughs> yeah. be what's up with this. He reminds me of like, you know, like that friend. Like if you're me. like when you're in high school, like when everybody starts driving or whatever and you're in the car with him and he like he's driving, he turns around like, yo, you want to see what this fucking car can do? And you're like, yes, yes, yes. No, I don't. You yes. know what I mean? I'm 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 aware yes. of what the car can do. And I, I'm aware that there's a telephone pole in front of us. And correct. If, if we hit that, it's not going to be. Fucking but imagine good. someone's behavior that it makes you nervous. And they're three thousand miles away on a TV. Right. Yo, he you know. He has that. It's an uncanny ability that Oscar has. Yeah, like every, yeah. when he goes and jumps in the ring, when they show him ringside, I'm like, what's he doing? Uh huh. Like, what, why is he shifting you around? Got, this- you got Bernard whispering in someone's ear, giving them fight pointers after the fight's over. Right. You got Oscar pacing the ring. Um, <laughs> Nikita Zoo had a fight over there and again on a goofy day, like a Wednesday. Um, it was a six rounder. Um, he he won easily. Uh, 60 54 twice 59 55 i don't know the plans for nikita zoo i don't yeah, know I, I think it's you know like a novelty i look at it at this okay point. That, that, that's uh, right now definitely yeah i don't i don't know how serious they are uh we, we <laughs> did we talk on air about big baby miller coming back in like another country you mean weighing as much as as, as another country right. did we talk about that no okay we did it on air did we i don't know I can't remember. Wasn't he like we recorded this two years seventy ago. something pounds? <laughs> yeah, he's a big. Do you know? Do you know he fought again <coughs> since then? No. Yeah, he fought in Tennessee. He was three hundred and twenty-eight pounds this time. Uh, he fought a guy named Derek. He fought Martinez. his demons. Yes, he fought his demons. Uh, he dropped him in the third. Uh, finished him in the fourth. He's two and zero oh since resuming his career, since uh, reinventing and, himself as the new yeah. Butterbean. Uh huh. That's what he should be instead of Big Baby. It's just Butterbean. Let me ask you a question: with um, with him being licensed again, does he ever no. get a, another shot? And I don't mean a title shot. I mean a shot against even a guy we've heard of. Uh, Tyson Fury's probably lining something up with him like next week. No, no, no. I'm being serious. Um, Let's say he wins. Six in a row and keeps fighting like these fights. Yeah, it's boxing. So I wouldn't put it past anything. Like if he and when I say a name, I'm not talking about it for a but I'm saying will, will he get a Chris Anybody. Ariola? Will he get well they a... gave Chris Ariola fights again? You know what I mean? Like I could see them making yeah, but he didn't baby... piss dirty 15 times. True. Um oh, what I... I'm saying is, are there people who are like, no, you can't no, dude, touch this him. is this is boxing, so I think that like I could see them because he has some Brooklyn roots, big baby. I could see them making like a, a Kaunatsky fight, you know, like a Brooklyn versus Brooklyn type of deal, you yeah, know, and, uh, and on an undercard at the Barclays. Yeah. Yeah. I, could see uh, that. I mean, that would be if he comes back and gets that big of a fight, which isn't that big of a fight. Right, we'll right. Speak of Kaunatsky soon. I will. If I was him, I would be like, yo, I made it back. For, for, yeah, uh, in accordance to what he's done, how he's disgraced himself in the sport is what I'm saying. If he was to make it that far back, yeah, I mean, that that would be the that, something like that would be his best option, or whatever That's, you want to yeah. call it. 
Uh, Isaac Dogbay, Joe Gonzalez uh, in Minnesota. I don't know how Minnesota gets fights. Uh, uh, Philly doesn't. <laughs> they go to AC or New York. Uh, dog bay dog bay is just gritty man i've always yeah. liked isaac dog bay i like him as a person um there was a trinket on the line like some intercontinental mr perfect championship um don't 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 slander card hennig like that i will not i love hennig uh my favorite but, but those type those type eliminate you know it was an eliminator so i'll get a i'll get a good fight with that win you know what i mean yeah, yeah. um Gary Antoine Russell, Rancis Bartholomew, maybe the worst stoppage I've seen in, I'm going to say a decade. I'm going to say a decade. To yeah. say ever would, would uh, you know. What is like the deal with uh, this Gary Antoine Russell? Like, who's pushing this guy? Uh, you tell me. You know, like uh, he's, I don't find him aesthetically pleasing in the ring. I don't find him skillful. Uh, I don't get it. Can you talk to me about that stoppage? Uh, I didn't watch it, to be honest with you. Okay. Um, it, it was in the sixth. Uh, Bartholomew's super awkward. He's beating real guys. Yes. Um, I like Bartholomew. So do I. Um I'm going to say the worst stoppage in 10 years. So, and I, I don't, I, you said, you asked the question, what is, what or who sees something in Gary Antoine Russell? Yeah. I, I, I'm not sure. And how is like, why are they being so favorable to him? You know what I mean? I, like wide scores, this strange stoppage. I, um, I'm I not saw, sure. I saw, I saw the stoppage highlights. You know what I mean? And it, everybody was surprised. Um, yeah, I was on uh, I was on vacation and uh, I didn't watch it because my kid was being a fucking psychopath. Mm -hmm. um, but. Uh, but yeah, I like why are they? I don't know. You got his brother who fights as often as I do this podcast. Yes. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't get it. So uh, it doesn't make any fucking sense to me. But. Okay, speaking of Kovnatsky, did you watch that fight? Yeah. I, you know, he comes out first two rounds, throws a ton of punches, doing what people like him for. Right. Uh, and then it, it goes downhill from there. They beat the shit out of each other. Sure they did. Uh, Ali Aaron Demarezin. Yeah. Um, you know, tough fight. Beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> Ten rounds. Three L's in a row. Dude. I, I don't know what you do other than fight Big Baby Miller right. in Brooklyn. Um, it sort of lines itself up if sure. you and I are matchmakers. Yeah, I mean, is that it, B? For him? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it, buddy. Is you know? it it's over? We never see him again? Or it's it like we find out he fought on the undercard that wasn't televised. That yeah, day. dude. Not, like not, I don't know if he'll continue. You know what I mean? He was, he was lined up to get Deontay Wilder for a title shot. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, if Arthur, imagine you're him and Arthur Spilka gets the Wilder fight and you don't. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Is that guy still fighting? He's still, he's not active anymore. Right. Spilka. Spilka. 
I don't know what the heavyweights be, if I'm being honest with you, because you I was know at how that fight. heavy it is, right? Yeah. yeah. Used, used to cause trouble at that Barclays I a did. lot when fights first came there. I, I, I'm not going to. Yeah, I did cause a little boom. That has a few things. A few instances happened at that place. Yeah. It was fucking right. wild. Yo, bro, that place was fucking wild. Well, I mean, you're also trying to fight professional fighters. So, I mean, well, he had uh, Spielka to answer our question. Spielka took a L, got knocked out uh, last May of 2021. Okay. So, uh, you know, you know who beat him? Derek Chisora knocked him out <laughs> in 2019. Um, God, they, uh, that was January of 2016, I saw I, I was at that Wilder fight. God, that was a long time ago. Yeah, I'll tell you something funny about a lot of those highlight reel Wilder knockouts. And uh, it's, it's to his credit that he did it, but all those dudes were not, would, would land shots on him. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, when, when, they were, when they were grooming him and uh, I would see him in AC on undercards, um, Wilder, uh-huh. he would get he would get lumped up by yeah. cab drivers and then catch him. You know, right. to his credit. But right. I I was sitting with my brother going, this guy gets hit a lot, man. So like, dude, when that when he hit Spielka though in that fight, like you, if you've watched boxing for like more than a week, you could see like I actually kind of turned a corner with Wilder for a little bit there. I was like, ah, oh, he actually he set, he set him up pretty nice. Mm-hmm. You know, let let him come in. Was judging distance and then boop, knocked mm-hmm. him out. Yeah, he was losing that fight. He hit him so hard, Spielka pissed himself. Uh, famously in the ring, like we were, we were all there because the Barclays, you you can you're pretty close when you're there, especially for a fight like that where it. I think they called it a sellout, but mm-hmm. the tickets weren't expensive and we were pretty close. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, he was out for like four minutes. I mean, he was out out. That was well, when Tyson Fury jumped in a ring. Yeah, yeah, and cut yeah, the was, promo. Yeah. yeah, I mean, well, there's those knockouts where the guy's hit and he's out before, you know, he, yeah. he hits the canvas, and that was one of those That was instances. one of them, yeah. So, um, yeah, all right, so you're saying you he might not even fight again. I'm saying if he does, it has to be one of these fights that we're joking around about, which is like a big baby Miller. They're both from Brooklyn. Yeah. I mean, there's like look, some panache there, like, to at least get you. Well, I know you and I, knowing that we're mental patients, would be like, "Oh, I'll watch this." Like, yeah, I, I'd not watch because it. not because we think whatever happens is some sort of contender all of a sudden. No. But it's like this overweight, loudmouth who pissed dirty fifteen times uh, against right. a guy who looked like he was about on the cusp of a title shot. Well, was on the cusp. Was on the cusp of a title shot. Yeah. Um. I, look. I don't know what his deal is. It's, I think, you know, other fighters, I've heard them talk about it. Like once you, once they took that first loss, some of the, uh, the fire they had kind of went away with it. Sure. I mean, don't they say. They like learn to lose. Right. And, and what happens to other guys who take their first loss? Some never lose again. Because right. of what that loss did to them, what they learned in that loss. These weren't particularly good losses, B. And I know you know what I mean. If we yeah, want yeah. to describe that to, to those out there listening, it can come in, it can mean two things. You were just in a great fight and came out on the bad end of a decision. That's right. a, that can be a good loss. 
sure. or one where you just feel like I got so much better in that fight, even though I took an L. I learned so much in that right. fight. He, he got knocked out by Hellenius twice, and he was the favorite in the, in the first fight. There's nothing to learn there. Hellenius no. was, came in with three L's, right. came in and got knocked out. So you're not talking about an iron chin right. guy. Um, and was probably, you know, he, well, apparently, you know, he was years past his prime. Uh, Hellenius was, but uh, he seems to have found fountain of youth a little bit. No, no, no. He found a second run and yeah. we'll see what he does with it because he hasn't right. done he's anything. To, he's, he may be lined up to fight Deontay Wilder next. Yeah, that, that, that's, the, that's the rumor I'm hearing because, yeah. you know, he's back in the gym, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's a good it's it's a good fight for Wilder because he, he can knock that guy out. But like I said to you, yep. we're only going to talk about it when he announces it. Right. I think you could put him in with a guy who was a tough man in Minnesota. And I think he shot in the head and physically. Right. After that trilogy. I agree. Let, let's move on to one of your favorite fighters in the sport. Brendan Long. <laughs> Danny Swift Garcia. Oh, Philadelphia is He's another very active fighter. Yes. Very active. And. I, for those who can't see me, I'm doing air quotes. Two division world champion, Danny Swift Garcia. 37 and 3, 21 KOs, fighting Jose Benavides, who fights very often as well. Oh my I God. think uh, two fights in four years. Uh, he was shot. So maybe we give him a literally. little bit. Of, yeah, he was literally yeah. shot in the leg. Maybe we give him a little uh, respite for that. How do you like that word? Tremendous you, word. You did. That's an SAT word. Um, yeah, Barclays, uh, New York, uh, super padded. Uh, you know, you know, the, the old PBC. It's a sellout. There's like 100, yeah. 100 people there. Um, lots of um, what do they call it? Be when they put up the it's almost tarp. Tarp. Lots yeah, of, yeah. Lots of tarp. Love. Um, they, they, you know what they, what they have, we only made 3000 tickets available. The place holds 20,000. Yeah, correct. What they've tried from the, what they've tried to do and are trying to do. They tried with Felix Verdejo. Uh, we know how that ended up. They're looking for the next Puerto Rican guy. Uh, Berlanga, uh, we're just both waiting for that shoe to drop. You and I, right, right, right. Um, they didn't go mega hard. Uh, with Danny, I, no, because he doesn't need promotion. Yeah, because he doesn't speak Spanish. He's, no, he doesn't. Uh, he, well, he does now. I think he took like lessons or whatever. But uh, yeah, Danny Garcia is Philadelphia. He's American. He's 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 not. You know, he's he's Puerto Rican, of course, but he's he's but, not like. But, uh, what I, but there's a lot. Of, there's a lot to go on here. There's a lot to go on here. I mean, he didn't even reach a level where. They were like, we're going to build a, 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 a new, because obviously Philadelphia, the fighting city of Philadelphia, this is and was a fight town. And I probably, you probably can't remember the last time you were down here for a fight. You were in AC, right here for a fight. The last thing I saw was better be of, um, at LaCours, which is where Temple plays. Right. So if you, if you want to really get into marketing and how marketable and how big or successful 
a fighter was, they never even attempted to create a market here in Philadelphia for Danny Garcia and the massive Puerto Rican population right. in Philadelphia. It's like, it's like the island of Puerto Rico, then New York, <laughs> and then like yeah, and, then Philly, Philly. and Miami, maybe. You know what I mean? When you're talking about like, where is that? Where are all the Ricans yeah big at? cities where where Puerto Rican people live? Yeah. So the fact that Chicago, none of those, <laughs> yeah. right? None of those big Danny, you know, where he fought. Obviously, he fought uh, Matisse on the undercard of Floyd and Canelo. You don't want that. You you take that all day long. Right. But other fights that were at Barclays, you have every fight he had at Barclays. In my opinion, should have been in Philadelphia. Keith you know, Thurman. ninety ninety yeah. miles away. You know, right. Um, so, I mean, look, well, especially the Lamont Peterson fight never made. I mean, I went to that fight, but it didn't make sense to me. You have a D.C. guy and a Philly guy. Why right. would you come up here? Right. And so, B, I don't know how much because he's so inactive. Has Danny fought since we've started this podcast? And I'm not being so I guess. He Errol Spence was the. Okay, so while you're looking that up, so if he hasn't, um, guys, if if you listen to our show, I'm not sure how long you've been following me or be on social media prior to this show, and if you know how much he's I also dislike, 34. I dislike and the disdain I have for Danny and everyone always no. first question why. He's from Philadelphia. And I'm sort of tired of that. Like, B, like between Brooklyn and Long Island, because you they're both been your resting places. You have to like everyone from there. Right. I, yeah, I don't I I don't get like I have to like a corny dude who wears fluorescent tight jeans and white rim shades indoors. Made made by who, himself. Who makes a mockery out of rap. Like, as I've said on this show, all these fighters who go, if you've never been in the ring, you shouldn't talk about the sport. You know, them guys. Yeah. Or or you can't train a guy or, the, you know, that that yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that small like like with me. Once you start rapping, you're fair game now. Right. right. You know what I mean? Oh, his... oh, you can't talk about me. Well, why you do what I do for a living? Right. And make a mockery of it. So I can't, you know, is is that is his his raps are so bad. Like, I, how about this rap he did for his clothing line that you said? <laughs> like a couple of weeks ago, we haven't been on air for that. If I, if I, if no, if we I talked about it last episode. We did. Yeah, we did. We did. We okay. did. Because yeah, because you were saying you're like, All right, I now wish you're, I had it queued up so we could play it. Right. It's so here's so the bad. thing. The uh, but not me, just that. He used to put he used to put a lot of raps out like years back. No, him and someone. I don't want to. I don't want to yeah, put yeah, this you guy's have to name tread, out. Yeah, you gotta. I, I know people very close to Danny, very close, and I have stories. And there, and there's none bad about Danny. All accounts are he, him, himself. He is a sweetheart. Yo, uh, his father's I, I, got a big mouth, and there's lots of stories there. But that's not for everybody. Me to say. Everybody that I know that's met him, and I know people who have fought him, all. And their team was like, yo, the dude was the he's aces. He's a good kid. He's absolutely aces. Everyone that knows him personally has mad love for him. People in boxing, like meaning, you know how? Yeah, everybody likes him. 
But you know, you always talk about when I say, how does Sean Porter get this love? How does Sean Porter get this love? And you always remind me, him and his father have been around since he was a teenager in the amateurs. Right. He knows everyone in every gym across the country. Right. He's just well-liked. And it's right. very similar to Danny. Right, right, Angel's right. a different story. But right. even here, B, as far as Philly and Philly fighters and Philly trainers, there's very much, uh, ah, that's just crazy Angel. Like, that's literally what they call him. Right. And it's not like, yo, I can't stand it. It's it's like, oh, that's just, there's just this lifelong past. You know what I mean? That's just, yeah, yeah. That's just I don't forever. Give. Yeah, right. that's just, I don't give. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know people who cut in Daddy's Barbershop. You know what I'm saying? So it's like everything that I say is about like his competition, his fights, how he was moved, who he who he won, who who he beat, and who he didn't. Right. Um, I think his best. You argued with me at one point when I said his best win was Lucas Matisse. You told me at one point it wasn't even when we had a show that you thought it was Khan, and I say you got to change that in retrospect. Because Khan's just every destructive KO. Right. And that's have been his L's. Do you still look at it that way? Because do you then, remember that conversation? Yeah, but me? that was years ago. No, it was literally yeah. like we were becoming friends and you were like, what do you think of Danny? Because there right, was right. A, a point in time where like we were boxing buddies for a long time. Right, right, right. And then like it became a real like a deep friendship. Right. Where right. We were just like we would talk. We both have an unhealthy uh, obsession with the past. So we would talk boxing and the past of boxing and rap. And, the past and rap of music. Rap. Right, and, right, right. and what we were doing in 94. Like that was our right. relationship. And then it, it hit a corner and we got right. like brothers. But do you still do you still stand by that? How about that for an easy question? <sighs> well, I mean, in, so in retrospect, Matisse, after that fight, did he beat anybody? Or he kind of hit that. I got beat thing that I was just talking about, right? Let's let's look him up, and then look did, up. Did Lucas beat knock the 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 Matisse fight where I told you I almost fought all of DC and half of Lamont Peterson's camp? Yes. Was that after Danny, or the no, one right before. before? That was right before. He flatlined Lamont Peterson. He That's why and then right after it was the UD lost to Danny. You know what fight was great? After Lucas lost to Danny, the he John- fought John John Molina in a war at yeah. that Home Depot place where the air in there makes you fight like Arturo Gotti. Yeah. But just the air in there. As <laughs> soon as something's announced there, B, I'm like, bro, B, this is at Home Depot. They call it something different now. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he fought was- Provodnikov. In 2015, he beat him, but that was after Provodnikov. Yeah, John John Molina, Roberto, Roberto Ortiz, who wasn't anybody, knocked him out. Roslyn Provodnikov, who at that point still had some um, name recognition. Yeah. That was a war. They beat the piss out of each other. Victor Postal, a heartbreaker for me, broke his orbital bone. Broke his orbital. He, he took a knee and didn't get up, but Yo, was totally played- fine. I he was totally fine in terms of his ability. The to audio, up. they played the audio on that. You know, how, like sometimes they'll cut. They'll yes, play, yes, they'll, yes. They'll, they'll play the B-roll audio, and they cut the 
all it was was just ambient audio that they had. Yeah. They played it and you could hear it. And it was like, yeah. And I was like, ah, oh. oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this shit was gross. And yeah. So he, it crunched. He took a knee. He was completely aware. He was completely able to stand back up, but he knew that his orbital was broken. Yeah. And that was, I yeah. don't, I might not be able to see out. Oh, my God. Again. Yeah. I remember that. And um, then, he, then he fought <coughs> Emmanuel, Emmanuel Taylor. Taylor, who could fight a little bit. Uh, he stopped him. Uh, that and uh, Tua Karam after that stopped him and he got the Pacquiao fight in 2018, which he was stopped by Manny. So yeah. I think he had a couple okay wins after Danny. That's up yeah, to you to they, say they, it. They're both so is, is it safe to say Danny Garcia is a career ruiner? Stop now, you're doing the great Joe Smith thing. Stop the madness. <laughs> Stop the madness. I mean, because then we let's let's I mean, then I'm looking at Amir Khan's now. So Khan lost. Actually, I didn't realize that Khan lost two in a row. So he lost that close splitter, which I thought was a ripoff to Lamont Peterson. Um, Oh, that was rough. Bro. Yeah, that was a bad decision. That was in D.C., right? Yes, that, that was I'm bad. I remember that I was I still lived in Brooklyn at that point. We hadn't moved out here yet. Um. And I was watching that in my old apartment in Bay Ridge. And See, I was screaming because I thought it was a ripoff. And my uh, Vanessa had to get up early for work. The next I like day. I like that you're calling it a ripoff. Not a bad decision. A ripoff. Yeah, it was. A, it was. A, I was like, what? They gave him. Remember, they, they gave Khan like pushing penalties. Yes. They took a point. I think he got like two perks taken yeah. away, I want to say. Yeah. I might be wrong. I want to say he got two perks taken away. Get a little couple perks. Yeah, I think he definitely got one. We know that it, it was cool. I I think I was. I think I yes, it was at the convention center, in Washington D.C. I'm looking it up now. Yeah, I um, I think I was like, man, get the fuck out of here like that. And my wife walked out of the room. It was we had a small one bedroom apartment in Bay Ridge, and she walked sick. What are you doing? And I was like, I'm yelling at the television. What do you mean? What the fuck mm-hmm. am I doing? She's going to wake up the neighbors. I was like, they're already awake. I've been kicking the floor and, and yelling for like four rounds. Um, we, I watched uh, what's Sergio Martinez knock out Paul Williams in, the, in that apartment, too, right before we were going out. I watched that knockout in Helsinki, Finland. Oh, really? And, and woke up people on the floor. And I got the call from the person at the desk. Like, please, they thought up. I was murdering someone, <laughs> you know, because it's it's <laughs> like you have you have you have the UK is five hours ahead of us. Then uh-huh. a, a good portion of Europe being six hours ahead of us. Then you get deeper, like north, like in Scandinavia Finland and Scandinavia. And you're seven. Really? So, so it's like you're talking about 11 or 12 at night here. I was up at six or seven in the morning screaming, screaming, you know. I didn't realize so, that the, the difference was that much. It's it swings to seven in certain Shit. places. Yeah. Wow. So B, so I used to uh, <laughs> my 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 barber Brett now is around me, you know, like like super right. close to me. But my longtime barber Jay, Puerto Rican Jay, cut in a trap in North Philly. Uh-huh. So I was going there late teens all through my 20s. And all those guys know Danny the whole life uh, right, when right. he was in the amateurs. And then when he turned pro, look out for my man, look out for my man. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? So yeah. That was already in there. So I thought so we're still on Danny, you know, because because we're, we're catching up and we only had one uh, preview. You know what I mean? It's not right. a huge fight. So uh, I'm watching the clock, too. Um, 
No, this is good. Just shooting the shit. So yeah, but B, I thought um, so. They're 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 now they're this isn't their guy because he lives around the way. This is their guy. Like they actually hang out with the guy. Like they're friends with him. Yeah, so it's like they're extra gassing me. Like I remember what bar we were at, where we were sitting, and I was like, all right. I mean, yeah, I'm watching, but like they still have him at the hobo stage. He's ten and oh, he's twelve and oh. He gets to you know fifteen and oh. He gets to sixteen and oh, and he's about to fight Ashley Theophane. I'm right. like, you guys know this kid hit, can fight. For Theophane, Kendall Holt. So hold yeah. on, hold on. Yeah. I, I'm like, I thought he lost to Ashley Theophane. Okay. That was a split decision. I thought Ashley Theophane won clean. So I'm mm. like, yo, yeah, guys. So now I'm killing these guys. Because you know, all you need is this much when you're your ball breakers right. with your right, friends. Right, right, right. All I need is a, is a, a window. And up until that point, my only window was, because the kid was 15 and 0, was, well, he's fighting cans. But I didn't have much to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. So in his 16th fight, he, he fights Ashley Theophane in Texas. I think he loses. Um, I, I think Ashley Theophane is obviously not from here. So, um, you know, he's from, he's from London. You know what that's like, vice versa. Sure. American going over there, right. vice versa, right, right, the guy right, coming right. here. So I think he loses. I'm killing them. You know, a tomato can, a tomato can. Then he fights Mike Arnaudis. I'm like, guys, you guys can't be this gas off this. Yeah, Mike Arnaudis. What is? Can you look up his his record? Is is he still I fighting? Can. And what's There's, his final record? And why does that? By the way, he was an incredible amateur here. He in was New York. He was. Yeah, he's he a was. Greek kid from like I think he's from a story. He's actually from Astoria. So his record as of right now, forty total fights. 26 wins with 12 losses and two draws. How many knockouts? How many? His how many? last fight, you're going to, you're going to. And he's lose. my age, right? He's like 40. Uh, they do not say here, which is very strange. B, you ready for his, who he fought last? Uh, no, who did he fight last? Cornflake. Lamana? <laughs> Thomas Lamana in 2018. <laughs> For the vacant, or as my nephew used to say when he was little, vacant. Vacant. USA New Jersey State Welter title. <laughs> in he an fought, eight, he fought for, in for the Monmouth eight, County Intercontinental in an, Belt. In an eight-round UD at Showboat, which I might have been at, but might not have cared to look up for my telephone. Showboating at the Showboat? Uh-huh. So this is the, so we could do a whole show about me getting shit faced at the showboat. So hey, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, we can do a whole show about you getting shit faced along the whole eastern seaboard. Boom, boom, boom. B, he that Kendall whole fight was close and was in a split decision. Then he fights in his 23rd pro fight a 90 year old, 300 pound Eric El Terrible Morales. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. At 140, when you can argue that Morales was his best at 22, maybe 26, even into 30. But he's at least two weights past. Right. He, I'll say three past his very best, and he struggled. Morales was in that fight, and there was lots of exchanges and close rounds. Yeah, he split his forehead open, right? Or was it, yes. No, that was a Zab fight. Was that? No, he... he the Zab Zab split his forehead open. I'm trying to think right. the the you Morales fight. The Morales fight. He Danny Garcia looked like he got hit with a fucking bag of bricks after that fight. His face was all swole. Yes, he goes to hell. Yeah, with an old fat, fat 
Eric Morales. Albeit then, on steroids, though. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Morales, remember that? That was the, the tainted meats was the next fight. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So then he fights Amir Khan. He's the dog in that. That's what puts him on really on the map. Yeah. Then gives Morales a rematch. Right. That was a tainted meat rematch. That was yeah, it. Sparks him out in the fourth. Yeah. Then Zab. Look, I at the time was taking any and all bets that Lucas was going to fly his head. I thought Lucas um, was going to kill him. I thought Matisse was going to kill him. Matisse was on a hot streak. Um, Dan, that's to me Danny's biggest win. He comes off that, goes to PR to defend his title against Mauricio Herrera, loses pretty much every round on my scorecard and gets a decision. What a terrible wanna, guys. Guys, hold on, though, B. Can I just say this before you go into Herrera? Can I just say this? Guys, we've talked about robberies on this show and how stop calling close fights robberies, guys. Right. If, a guy, if a guy wins seven rounds or, or maybe it could be a draw and the other guy gets it. Guys, watch Danny Garcia, Mauricio Herrera in Puerto Rico, where Danny's family is from and where his roots are. Right. Mauricio Herrera gives him a fucking lesson. Mauricio Herrera is feather fisted. Danny's face is busted up after the fight. Herrera looks like he's ready to go to prom. Right. I, I, tell me how many guys watch that fight. Look, guys, fights, when you look at it, yes, there's ring walks, there's all this. The actual fights are 48 minutes. Watch Danny Garcia, Mauricio Herrera, and, and, and write us in. And and, to, yeah. and if you're talking about robberies, so K-E-O-T-B-Boxing so far, at gmail.com, at gmail.com. Write us and tell us what you think. So far to me, B, this is Danny Garcia's record up until Mauricio Herrera. He lost to Theophane. He lost to Herrera. And that first fight, he went life and death with Morales. I, okay. I don't, if it was so you're saying he's got two, two losses. And maybe a draw to Morales. Then he fights Rod Salka who isn't, um, and we talked about getting gimmies. You do not get gimmies at a certain point in your career, man. at a certain age, at a certain point that when was, you're on a that run. Was an, that was an embarrassing, that Matt, what, what, what year was that? 2015? 2014. Oh, 2014. Rod, the, he, still, he still won't, can't live that down. No. Now, again, so I was just going to say this, and I said this to you privately on the phone the other day. Who is the fuck? This is when he was still with Golden Boy, remember? Garcia Danny. Danny. Yeah. Yeah. Who is the fucking matchmaker over there? I think it's Roberto Garcia, right? Robert Garcia. You just asked me, is he still the matchmaker? He's still the matchmaker. I I think he is. He made some stankers. Stankers. This is. Hold on a second. You were about to say, right? You were about to say something before. Soccer about Mauricio Herrera. What were you going to say that that was a bad style matchup? Another, yeah, no. That why would you try to showcase a fighter with a guy in like Puerto Mar- Rico in Puerto yeah. Rico with a guy like Mauricio Herrera, who's excellent and has all of his losses are questionable. Questionable. I'm not. Listen, hey, competition's great, and I want to see good fights. I'm, that's I'm speaking from a business side of things. Who? Fu- what the fuck? Why would you do that if you're the matchmaker? Like, oh, let, let, let us let's put Danny in with this no, really, difficult, tricky, this tricky tricky, guy. really difficult guy 
in Puerto Rico, which I remember watching. They did like one of those lead ups when he was in Puerto Rico and they were forcing Garcia, this North Philly kid to like to go to Spanish? like to speak Spanish and like yeah. go to the barrio like yeah, in yeah. where he's not used to in port, talk to some relatives he's never met before. Yeah. Yeah. And it was the most he looked so it was, uncomfortable. It was mad awkward. It like was I mad felt bad. You like I felt bad for him. No, I, was like, I hear you. I did. And too. like Angel was like, oh, yeah, what's up? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. He, and, but like they're like, oh, Angel's like, yeah, like I used to come back and forth from Philly. Yeah. When I was a kid. Yeah. But nah, I was in jail, so I couldn't send Danny back. I wish I did. But here we are. And like you see, like, remember when you're a kid and you go to like some relative that your mom is like really relatives with. And she's like, go say hi to your cousin. Absolutely. And you're like, Ma, I don't know. this." I, I don't know this person. Yeah. Like this person's a stranger. Yeah. That whole thing was was, was Danny that Garcia on, t- on TV, on TV, sitting down, and like having like rice and beans with strangers. Yes. Like, and I struggling felt, to understand them. Well, right. He definitely understands them. But to, yeah, yeah. struggling to speak, to speak. And to like have a comfortable I'm conversation. Because sure I'm sure a lot of people of our listeners know what it is. Yo, I can understand it, but I can't talk it. Or I can understand it, but I can only say certain shit. Right, right. You know, right. like I can, if you if you force my hand, if I'm, if I'm around your wife's relatives, I can I can get by, you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah, I can get by. I prefer to listen to them and answer in English if I can. Right. You know what I mean? Right. If they can understand And I got to tell them to fucking slow down. You know so what I mean? But, you asked about soccer being in Brooklyn. Be, uh, after Herrero, after Herrera in PR, three fights in a row for Danny at Barclays. At Barclays. I, in my opinion, all three should be well, at like, least the next. Two. Salka and Lamont Peterson, even you said, should have been here. I Salka's get Paulie Malinaji being in. in uh, I get Malinaji being in Brooklyn. I understand that. That was also a weird, a weird fight. And I don't want to speak too much on it. But Paulie was on the shelf. He had fought a couple fights against some Italian guys. You know, over, yeah, over there in, in Italy. Um, another weird fight that does nothing really for for. Da- I, I mean, I guess you could say Danny's still a young up and coming fighter at that point. But again, I think he had a title at that point or no. Did he Danny? have a belt yet? Yeah. 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 So now you again, this is all to me questionable matchmaking. But, I mean, but look, it's Paulie was 35. That's not the end then, but it's tail end. And he'd been in some tough fights and fought right. everybody. Everybody. Paulie fought everybody. Bro. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, so I thought he lost the Lamont Peterson fight, which we talked about. Yeah, I was at that fight. And you're not the only person that thought he lost that fight. I would so, say a lot of people hopped on the turnpike from your, your area and came up here. Yes. And we're, and we're quiet. I'm up to three losses and a draw at this point. And and as far as what his record says, he's undefeated 31 and 0 after Paulie going into the Robert Guerrero fight. Okay. All right. I'm all right with that fight, I guess. Then he fights Samuel Vargas. Yep. Then he fights and loses to Keith Thurman. Then he fights Bam Bam Rios. Yeah. TKO. Then he fights and loses to Sean Porter, who everyone knows how I feel about. Right. See, um, then fights Adrian Granados. Right. Then fights Ivan Redcock. Gets bit by him. Yes. Then fights Spence, loses. Then his most recent fight, Benavidez. Look, 
He goes up to 154. Benavidez is coming up too. So it's yeah. two guys coming up from 47 to 54. So what kind of you're not in there with a real guy at 154. So what is the purpose? You're just fighting a welter and both agreeing to to not make welter is what it right. comes down to. Yeah. Exactly. If you're looking at it that way. He said uh both of them said that they just have no motivation to make 47 anymore. Okay, that's that's fine. Again, now, so like for me, I again, so to your point. As a fan, I don't give a fuck. Why is this on my TV? You understand what I'm saying? Like, if you don't want to make the weight you're best at and you just want to fight it, some other shit, what's the point? Are you eventually going to try? I don't know. Whatever, man. Uh, this is a lot of time spent on this uh, This Danny Garcia. No, nah, I mean, we're wrapping up. I just want to say a couple of things. I saw people like saying some negative things regarding him having a bit of a breakdown after. And that's whack. Like, yeah, what you know, was, he obviously what been was, through some man. Yeah. What he said, um, look, man, he's a young guy. He's 34. Right. Yeah. And I think with these athletes, they live a very fast paced, disciplined life for a long time. You, you even said it, you said you have friends, you, you, the mutual friends you have with him have been talking about him for like, close to 20 years. You know what I mean? Yes, he was yeah. a, he's a multiple time amateur national champion. Guys, yep. uh, Danny Garcia is knows everybody. Angel Garcia knows everybody. It's a, the amateur community, especially when you get to the top tier, if you're from a big city and you get through the other amateurs in that big city and you're from a populated coast and you get through the other amateurs on that coast and you make it to a national level, an international level, um, Everybody knows you because you go to the same tournaments with the same guys 5,000 times. Guys, you'd um, be shocked at who fought who in the amateurs. Too. Right. It's crazy. If you, if you, if you talk to them, you know, not us. Well, I mean, yeah, like uh, a quick, for instance, real quick, we talked about both of them on the show. I think Sean Porter beat Alexander Usyk in the, in like, in, in the, at, at some point right. in the amateurs. Right. Um, but anyway, what I was getting at was I think when things start to slow down for these guys, and I think COVID's been a big contributor to that. And maybe, Vin, you could attest to this as being in the entertainment industry, not being able to tour, not being able to do necessarily what, not necessarily what you want to do, but what other people, you know, there are some musical acts that love to tour. I it mean, people's, li people's lives and careers have been upended, upended. because of COVID. Right. And for we, someone we, like me, it's done wonders for my mental health. For others, it's destroyed. Right. It's you can see people... On TV, doctors talking about how the people that are depressed, this, that, you know. Well, you're a homebody. So you, you for you, it's all right. I don't really need to, to. But there are people that need to be in the mix, in the action. Well, there's also people. Look, there's guys that need to fight. There's yeah. guys that need to tour. This is why I'm lucky enough to, right. to be in a position where I don't have to. There are fighters that are lucky enough to be in a position where if they didn't want to fight during COVID, not the best idea to not fight for two and a half years, no matter who you are, right. because of Russ. But there are guys that, did, a guy like Floyd didn't have to fight. I'm not, I know no. he's retired. Yeah, yeah, I'm just course. using him but, as an example. But, he's, he, but, he's, but Floyd is, is a rolling stone. He don't sit still, that guy. Yeah, of course. So, he's training he, anyway. Right. So he's the type of guy, that he's got to move around. He's got to go do this. He's got to be here. He's got to be. I don't know what, you know, Danny seems, doesn't seem necessarily like that, but it's got to be hard if at 34, everything just stops. 
Yeah. Light, the lights go off, you know, um, especially with athletes. Athletes talk about being depressed all the time. You know, like, what do I do now? 30. He's a very young man. He has a, he has yeah. a, a, a young family. Um, and he said, I need to be in the boxing ring more. I need to fight more. So, I just like, I thought it, I, I thought it was corny that people were sort of taking shots at him. I always for think like it's breaking down. Do you know what I'm saying? I it's mean, like, I've certainly, I've certainly had breakdowns like that or just it's, it's, it could be cathartic. You know what I mean? It's like a purge. He just, right. He just did it in the post fight interview. But well, like, I mean, look, you know. he's cried before. He's an emotional guy. And I also think, and I've said this numerous times, it, whether it's, it's sports. So there's a lot of emotions on the line. Boxing is even more so. You are literally, oh, yeah. it's one-on-one and you're naked. Literally yeah. and figuratively naked. Getting, remember like, you're in a fight still. So did you like, Remember, like, a Christmas story where Ralphie flips out, beats the shit out of the bully, yeah, you know, he's yeah, crying yeah, the yeah. whole time? There's part of that. You're still yeah. in a fight. You're in a real yeah. fight. And again, you're surrounded by... but And you're literally naked. Yeah, man. It's the most humiliating of sports, in my opinion. Because there's no team to, to blame anything on. It's just you. Nothing. You know, Nothing. so <laughs> that... It's like boxing and stand-up comedy. Like, if you bomb stand-up comedy, like... ah. Uh, you ever watch a good comedian bomb? It's, Ooh, like, it's not good. Uh, so anyway, yeah, like I think. Well, it's wrapping up, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm being serious about this. I'm looking at the top 10 and 154. Yeah. I'm not confident he can beat any of them. I'm, I'm not either. I, I went I went right through the top five and said no. Okay. Charlo's the king. Castaño, Fundora, Dude. Tim Zhu, your guy, Tony Harrison. Erickson Lubin, I don't think he can beat Erickson Lubin. Um, some of the guys in the lower half are um, got, like Uzbekistan, Rush, like Israel, Madrimov. Vinny, he gets the shit kicked out of him by all of these guys. Jesus Ramos is from the U.S. I mean, Magomed Kurbanov okay, so, will so, kill him. So, so Liam Jesse- Smith will beat him. Jesse Vargas is at that weight. Is he? Yeah, and he's lost two in a row. I have a feeling they'll make that fight. Jesse Vargas could beat him. Uh, I would pick Danny, I think, in that fight. But again, he's not in the top 10. No, he's not in the top 10. I just, I'm looking at the top 20 because I don't think he beats anybody in the top 10. I, I just I don't know if you heard that. Me, so maniac, I think, I think that be, maniac like, from Russia uh, from Russia, um, Bakram Mortazaliev. Uh-huh. He's twenty and all with fifteen knockouts. I, I mean, these there's some killers there, man. That uh, Israel Madrimov kid is was a, a maniac of the amateurs. He's only eight and all. Yeah, six K, KOs. They're moving him fast. They're moving him really fast. Yep. 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 Uh, mm-hmm. If I was these but guys, I don't, think, I don't think that I don't see. I don't think that they put Danny in with those guys. I don't either. Yeah. I, think I think he's he has effectively fights. Effectively, like this is like his swan song. He's I think it's a swan song. Two, three fights. None of them are top ten guys. No. And that's it. We don't really see him anymore. Yeah, he doesn't go out I with think. a bang. He just kind of fades away. No, no. Uh, Mick Conlon came back against uh, Miguel Mar- Mariaga. Mm-hmm. Fought a lot of people. Solid guy. Um, 
look, I, I don't know. You know, everyone knows how I feel about Mick Conlon that listens right. to this show. Um, you know, Mariaga's like, if he's not now, he was a, re- a, a real guy, you know? Yeah. Um, it's a good fight. It's a good win. Good comeback. He, Maria, in my opinion, Mariaga heard him um, at one point, uh-huh. which just doesn't matter. This is boxing. But it's, it's, it's a glimpse into the future <laughs> of what's going to happen again. Yeah. This Blair, this Blair Cobb, I, we, yeah. we, we said, Blair the we, Flair. We said, uh, the famous beeline, I don't think anyone books him again. And after he gets that, booked that again. last loss, he gets booked again and he wins. So now we know we're going to have yeah, to see him Mo again. Ho- Mo Hooker's finished, by the way. Thanks for the career. S- yeah, something, something was absolutely off with Mo Hooker. And when you say something's absolutely off, uh, it can be one of two things. Something was off or you're just done. Or I, both. Think, he's, I think he's done. Or both. Yeah, I think he's done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that was... Uh, Not the style for uh, a long career. And he's 33. Yeah. And he's, and he's got eight kids. And I just went on vacation with two kids. And if you got Does eight he kids, really have eight kids? He's got eight kids. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean... Well... He's like <laughs> one of those crazy... That, um, that might be the reason why we do see him again. Maybe. But, but that doesn't change the fact that he's done. So that's no. not, they don't, they don't, they're not mutually exclu- exclusive. Excuse me. You saying he's done might not mean that he's retired, but he's done. Yeah, dude, go on like Maurice Hooker's like social media. He's got his eight, like I get an anxiety attack looking at those pictures. He seems like a really good dad, but like, fuck, eight kids. God. Where were they? What did they fight at? They fought at like a catch. Didn't they fight at like 150? Yeah. Because because uh, Mo Hooker couldn't make the weight, and he lost like that woman that was like <coughs> super close to him. He was wearing the shirt. Yeah, let's see. A lot of people were saying his head wasn't in it because of that. I can't attest to that. I mean, I can attest to the fact that she passed away. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, they they didn't fight at forty seven either. That even though that's where they both campaigned. Uh, one fifty. Hooker was right. One fifty. Right, so they're they're both. I'm still weighed in at 46. Yeah, so uh, I mean, you know, I think any anyone in the top 10 uh, absolutely obliterates Blair Cobb. Yep. Um, they off of this win. He, look, speaking He'll get of not fight being, now. Yes, but, but speaking of being not young, people think he's young because his his yes, record. His record. No, he's, he's not. Young. Um, not for he's, boxing. He's got some Philly roots, right? At one point, lived in Philly. Apparently, I I don't know anyone who knows him or whoever knew him, but that's what it says. Yeah, I I don't I have no evidence to support that, you know. And it's not when someone's really young, like the kid, little Uzi Vert says he's from Philly, and I don't know anyone who knows him or ever knew him, but he's also so much younger than me that maybe it's true. Right. You know what I mean? But I have no evidence that he ever was here ever. Who little Uzi Vert? Yes. I don't think I've ever heard his music before. I don't, I can't, I can't sit here and say like I've ever heard his music. Yeah, before. there was like a massive song that I know, something about all my friends are dead. He keeps just saying that. That was on the radio though. 
Yeah. Like it was a radio hit. Yeah. Yeah. That explains it. I listened to Sirius. I don't really listen to terrestrial. I think it was on Sirius, but on like the hit channels, you know, which I, mean? I don't, not, which I, yeah, which not I don't like, not like backspin or not, none of that. It was, yeah, on like yeah. Whatever. I listened to that, you know, uh, the LL Cool J channel and some other stuff, but yeah. Um, lastly, uh, as far as, you know, what we're wrapping up since we've been gone, this is a welterweight eliminator, a WBA, uh, Grand Prairie from Grand Prairie, Texas, our, our guy who we were missing for a long time. We said, oh, what's Virgil. doing? Virgil Ortiz, 19 and 0, 19 knockouts. Fights, yo, uh, Michael McKinson, you, talk, uh, uh, you talked earlier, B, about Golden Boy and the matchmaking and what are you doing? And you could say here. We, talk, we talked about in- this right after that fight. I, I, I'm texting you, yo, why are they putting him in with an awkward guy that he's not going to look good at? against and the text comes in from you saying the same thing right and i write i was just writing you that right 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 the um, here's the thing hard guy to look good against wow and but but here's why it's this is impressive even though you guys might not know this guy when you're that awkward this always ends up being this like awkward ugly fight but goes the distance it's hard to look good against you get the win look I'll, i'll i'll win today i'll look good tomorrow but Ortiz shows showed what he's about by stopping this guy, in my opinion, and making a statement. Yeah. It wasn't a highlight reel knockout. No, nope, it wasn't just, brutal. It wasn't any of that. Attrition, just beating his body. And, and stopping these guys, these like Emmanuel Burton guys yeah. that like just are awkward, weird angles, don't fight traditionally. Um, it can box a little bit. You know, the guy's got skills. Um, Ortiz was too much. I don't know what we do here at 47 when you have Boots and Ortiz, both undefeated. We both think they're blue chip. And then you got the top dogs. And then you have everything in the middle, which we spoke about all of them tonight, being we're very close to getting Bud and Spence, who are both entering their (coughs) mid-30s. Top dogs. We're going to get that. Um, we're going to get that in November. And then do both of those guys go up? No matter what but, happens? But in Spence? Yeah. Uh, well, I think that could be a retirement fight, too. You know what I mean? Like, if someone loses or loses badly, that 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 could be it. Well, that's it, uh, losing badly is, a, is probably a whole And We just talked about if they go up into to 54. That's a hot division right now. You know what I mean? So it's well, I've always thought Spence was big for 47 and still do. I only brought Bud up because he's flat out said it. He was like, if I can't get Spence, what's up with Charlo at 54? I'm only bringing it up because he brought it up. Right. He don't like them dudes. No, like he don't like none of them dudes. We're talking about a guy that turned pro at 35. Or was it 30? Yeah, 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 yeah. So in Bud, right in Bud. Spence is to me a big, strong welter. Yeah, he's a big guy. Um, he's only so, he's only five nine though. I thought he was much taller than he actually well, is. Well, I remember us thinking that when we said this guy looks huge, and we kept saying it. Yeah, like you know, and, and then we <laughs> looked it up, and I was like, oh wow. Yeah, five I, nine. I, you could still be five nine or fifty four, yeah, but you start sure. going into 60, 68 at five nine. Ah, yeah, 
You want to be 5'10", 5'11". Right. In this generation, yeah, the guys are a lot bigger. But Virgil Ortiz and Boots Ennis are both real big welterweights. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, they'll, they'll end up at 54, you know, in yeah. their late 20s, maybe in early 30s. But that, but I, you know, I don't want to see that fight now. I don't think you're going to have it. No, we're not. I just want to see it now. They just show, I just saw a, a pick last week and it was Ray Leonard and, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, radar. And he was 21 and Leonard was 23 when they fought. Um, and it was, it's, it's amazing now that these guys are like, oh, he's a young guy. Like yeah. you always say, like, oh, he's, he's fucking 30. Right. He's young, he's young for this world, not for right. the sport. Um, so, right. you know, I, I just guess I guess we're not going to we just don't see certain shit and it pisses me off. But what are you going to do? I mean, you're, you're saying I want to see it now. Well, I think a lot of it depends on what you said, what happens regardless of the winner. Loser of Bud and Spence and where they want to go. Where they want to go. If it's a great fight, it's just a monstrous rematch on every level, on every level, in terms of its, in terms of their paydays, in terms of how big it is. You know, if it's nip and tuck, they go to war. You know, that we know the answer. It's do it again. Right, right, If you said if someone loses badly, maybe they retire. Maybe they go, they they go up. Hey, maybe it's a close fight brawl and they go, up because both of them want to go up and the rematch oh, up. And, they, and they yeah they fight each other at 54 which has so, happened before I, I'm um, saying I'm saying if either of those guys hangs around at 54 after that fight and there's not a rematch that's who Ortiz and Boots are gunning for not right. each other so right, the right, only right. way is they want to knock both, off the old dog right yeah I say that it's 2022 now. I say, like, you're waiting till at least 2024 before Boots, Ennis, and Virgil Ortiz are in a ring together. Christ. So that puts... Yeah, that's about right, because Boots isn't that young for boxing either. He's 26, and, right? How old's Boots? Maybe 27? Yeah. Because Ortiz is how old? Virgil Ortiz is, like, 24. Yeah, I thought like I, when we you're getting out of control, calling people old. Boots is 25. He okay. just turned 25. All right, I'm not calling him old. What I'm saying is, you know, uh, I I'm just just I don't know waxing philosophical. That's all. That's all. I mean, you're calling everyone old is what I'm saying here. Well, no one's as old as you. So how dare you? Virgil Ortiz is 24. Boots is. 25 them fighting at 20 right and wilfredo benitez that's their prime though, and wilfredo bro. benitez and sugar ray leonard fought at 23 and 21 i get that that's but all to i'm me, saying to me to me if i look at guys historically i, I mean if we're talking about all-time greats that starts to change especially when you talk about salvador sanchez yeah. or even a guy like oscar but but if you're talking a majority of guys 28 to 32 All right. oh, okay. is their primes. All right. How old was Oscar and Tito when they fought? Like 26 and... They fought in 99, which would be 23 years ago. How old is Oscar? Like 48? Throw up that you just said that. They fought in 99. Oh. So we'd have to do the I'm looking it up. on that. Oh, I'm looking on it up. When it, so, I mean, there's very few fights 
that I'm okay that I'm okay with waiting for, but we're just not we're not gonna get that right. We're not gonna get that unless they decide. Look, we we wanna look. These are the two big dogs at 47, meaning Spence and Bud, and those two have the next potentially the next 12 to 15 months wrapped up with each other. If you're including a rematch. Right. So what else is going on here? We want to be the, the other top dog. It's like, be, it's like they want to become, they want to become the Maddie and Floyd where they where people yeah, yeah. Are calling them, you know, no, this guy's the best. No, this guy's the best. So the only way you could do that is to fight each other. Mm-hmm. My issue is my issue with you is I want to see them fight tomorrow. I want to see them fight yesterday too. But is that fight a big money fight right now? I don't think mm. it is. No, it's not. I, you're, no, you're right. That's uh, a right the, now. That's a boxing after dark main event right now. They were 26 and 27 Trinidad when they when they. Fought. Yeah. So if these guys were to fight when I think they will, they'd be around the same. Mm. OK, but Fair enough. Uh, you know, but but then I, we don't know if they're ever going to fight, you know. Right. We just know they should because they're right. the two real guys, you know, because we don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't want to get in. We don't want to get into this situation we're in now with with Spence and, you know, and like Floyd and Manny. Well, and, you know, that, that's a really good point. We certainly don't want that to happen with no. these guys. And they're fighting at 31 and 30. You know, what it is, Vin, I think that's what happens with me. I get like panicky. Uh, no, that's what's going to th- happen. That that I, is very I get like. uh Wama Lopez, Yuri Orkis Gamboa, like, oh, one of these fucking dudes is going to get knocked off and we're not going to see the, that, you know. That I understand. That yeah. I understand. The fear Those, in that. It's like anxiety, you know. Um, so, what did you think? How did you think? Uh, I know we said it's hard to look good against, and he did look good, Ortiz, uh, on a shelf for a year. Yeah. A um, couple things I'd like to see him do differently, but this is me, some bum on his couch um, who once in a while records a podcast saying this. Um, he tends to follow a little bit without jabbing. And maybe that was McKinson, the, the opponent, but I've noticed that before. You asked me what I wanted to see more of and, and then gave your assessment. So I let you go. You know, Uh I was going to react. I would say more jabs. I want three of them. Right. Three. I I mean, I like when someone rattles off four or five, I know those days are past. But B, to defend him, I love his post fight. I didn't listen to my corner. When I started to, things started happening to. I didn't. uh, They brought Roblox in, right? Yeah. What do you think? To me, this is look, man, you just said it. We're we're guys watching stuff from home. We've done what we've done in the gym on a retard level. Neither one of us were in the amateurs or pros. Right. I'm not a too many cooks in the kitchen guy, man. I was hearing three voices, his father, Manny Robles, and someone else who I don't, who I didn't know who they were because of the camera work. Mm-hmm. I don't mean it was bad camera work. It's just, you can't. Yeah, you can't see get. There were three guys, the whole fight. Someone needs to take control of that. I want to hear one voice in every corner. Um, a lot of, a lot of times with Pacquiao, you would hear Bull Boy. But that has to do with translation from Freddie Roach, too, with England. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. And so yeah. I, there were times where I thought it was like hectic and Pacquiao's, but sometimes you just got, you know, uh, 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 anybody being from anyone that's that's not from the U.S. might hire an English speaking trainer that they think is great 
and you need that Ukrainian guy in the corner. You right. need that Russian guy in the corner, or you need that Arab guy in the corner, depending right. on what you speak, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm less inclined to look at that as too many cooks in the kitchen, but Ortiz speaks both. All those guys speak both, meaning his dad, Manny Robles, and yeah. whoever this third guy was. I don't know who, if you know who the second was, B. I don't know. Uh, it might just be the guy at the gym. You know what I mean? Or, right, right, right. But there were three guys, B, the whole time, even when they were good. It's too chaotic. Um, I didn't watch it with the sound on because, um, I, I, you know, you know me. I tend to do that. I tend to turn yeah, the sound off. Yeah, I, th- I, I think um, in terms of scoring and being fair at what you're watching, I think it's a really good idea. I just happen to I mean, you don't yeah. you, you want to blow your brains out with those the zone guys. I'm sure that plays a part, too. It does. Um, I actually, I don't mind Sergio when he's not trying to, uh, like do like the, like the joking banter with Mannix. I really Um, like Sergio. I think Mannix does the, the joke thing, which Sergio feels he has to respond because if not, he's getting clowned and he's a fucking former fighter and he would beat Chris, Chris Mannix to death. So when he makes some sort of like quip trying to be funny, I feel like Sergio's like machismo is why he responds. Not because not right, it's right. not journalistic. No, it's no. like no, I, my man, I'll slap the shit out of you. Right, right. I right. I think Sergio has a really high IQ when sure. it comes to breaking down what's there. People also don't like Todd Grisham. I do. I think yeah, you, he like, you like Grisham. I just I, think I don't mind know, him. I I like someone who knows that their job is to carry the show and not be Ferdy Pacheco. Right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That, yeah. that their job is to like throw alley oops through the whole thing. Yeah, that's a nice hand. That's a nice hand, uh, right hand, Sergio. What would you like to see him do? You're just throwing alley oops, and I think he's good at that. Mm-hmm. He doesn't pretend to be Teddy. You know, he doesn't pretend yeah. to be Bobby Chez. Right, right, right. Um, there, there's nothing. This is not. You know, you and I talk about looking back in history, looking back historically your memory tends to erase the bad parts and only remember the good ones. And I've talked like sometimes on my social media about like, yo, you reminisce at things and look at them and glorify them better than they were. Factually, boxing journalism and commentating teams were better when we were younger. Ferdy Pacheco, Bobby Chez, and Alberts, like you're not, Larry and Lampley, Paulie, even going recently, after yeah. they moved those guys out and the new guard came in, when you had Paulie doing fight, Paulie was incredible. Right. Like um, uh, Abner Morris can't hold. Pose. No, no. no. And, and he's not that bad. It's just he's not Paulie. Teddy not being on ESPN. Uh, right. Uh, I think I, <clears throat> whatever you think about him as a fighter or a person, I think Andre Ward's really good at his job his arrogance and stuff can leak in a little bit. Yeah. But I still think he's a very articulate guy and knows the sure. sport inside and out. Bradley's um, terrible. Bradley's awful. 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 Um, I've always liked Joe Tess. Uh, Again, an, another. Isn't Joe Tess like a distant cousin of yours? Yeah. Yeah. Um, But he he's another. I don't know him, by the way, at all. Yeah. Um, he's another guy who throws alley oops. Tess, you know, yeah. But I think and, he's good at and, it. I think he's good also, at it. Tess also covered 
a lot of the small fights on MSG here for years. So like he did a lot of stuff, small Friday night fight cards with Teddy. Right. Right. So Tess has been around calling fights for ever. Yeah. You know, so it's again, the experience shows um, Tim is bad. He's man. bad, dude. He does. I don't think he's watching the fight half the time. And I don't think he does his homework with the fighters. No, no. no. His I, takes I think, are bad. He butchers right. the language. He, I don't really think he's that. I know you're going to, the listeners are going to say, what the fuck are you talking about? He's a however many time champion. I don't think he follows the sport. I don't think so either. I don't think so um, either. I hate when they, when they roll Sugar Ray Leonard or uh, Boom Boom out. Both guys <laughs> clearly don't watch boxing. I know. I, 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 I think like, at this point, they, <clears throat> at this point, not only do they not watch it, they don't know about they don't know boxing. They're so far <laughs> removed from Sugar Ray when he fought and, and remember he fought and was commentating. Yeah, yeah, Ray he was terrible then when he was arguably the pound for pound guy in the world. When I, I told at- you before, I don't know that I said his name on air. I know you know his name. I knew a pro who fought four times for a title beat real guys and all four times he fought for a title i think all four guys are now in the hall of fame b you and i are like burt sugar compared to this guy's not all he knew how to fight but didn't follow it no he knew nothing yeah i know i was i I know i i do know people like that i was bringing guys up that like bro you have to know i know you can dig deep and be like Yo, I'm not going to talk to a 25-year-old fight fan about Harry Greb. I understand that. Yeah. Now, but like, I'm not talking about Harry Greb, bro. I'm talking about like, yo, uh, Bobby Chacon was a monster. And he'd be like, who? Or like, yo, like, you know, do you think Aaron Pryor historically is underrated? And he like wouldn't know who that was. Wow. And this is a guy who now, like, is not much younger than us. Really? Wow, it's pretty. That's it's. I I guess if it's just hey, look, this is just something I do, not something that I love. You know, um, I mean, I know I know dudes who are in, who are incredible rappers who would be like, what if you were like, yeah, ultra magnetic, or if you were like, yeah, who, yeah, are, yeah. who are incredible. It's just that's like God given stuff to them. I don't mean me and you. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Me and you, when we're into something, we're in fully. Right, we become right. students of it. Like right. you're a music fan. And you're a hip hop head, and I've I've mentioned rare records to you, and you're like, yeah, of course, like almost yeah. offended, right? Yeah. Because that's like you have that personality that I do. Well, like, like, we, if like I'm people into talk about digging, and that's yeah. why, like, guys like you and me, or like our friend Craig, you know what I mean, uh, Satari, are into sport like boxing because it's almost the same thing. Like, I have to seek out the thing that's good. It's not going to be on you know, regular TV. It's not going to be thrown in my face. Correct. I have to seek it out. And I've, Oh, it's the same. It's the same thing about people typically around our age. There's no good rap anymore. I'm like, you are at a point in your life where you're not digging how you were when you were 16. Exactly. It's why, it's why you've never said those words to me, but it's why I gave you that thumb drive, but your work truck doesn't have the USB. Right. Right. Bro, check this out. There's kids that are really good. No, my yeah, like my boy, um, this dude I used to work with, uh, who's he? we I've talked about him to you before. He, yeah, we all know a lot of the same people in music. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He like you talk about someone who follows 
music. Like this dude was heavy on hip hop. Old shit, like you just talking about ultra magnetic. Like, yeah, he'll tell you like what's in the liner notes. Yeah, of, that's you know how what I'm I am. Saying? Yeah. Right. But like all like new kids that cut, like he put me on initially, like, and I didn't, and I, again, I didn't take the baton. Like, like when Joey Badass first popped, like all that, right. like he was, what was that, like 10 years ago now? Yeah, 12 years yeah, ago. probably. Yeah, well, like, that his crew, those pro era kids, it might even been longer than that. Like right. when I so, first heard of them, I was like, yo, there's these black skateboarder kids. Yeah. But they're right. from New York. But they're from Brooklyn, yeah. Because so, there like, was those odd future kids from yes, Cali, Cali. And I was like, no, they're skateboarder kids, but they like sound like skateboarder kids. These right. kids sound like they're from the 90s New York. Right. So like he was into that, like, like all kinds of shit, you know, he'd be like, oh, yo, I found this kid from Chicago. He's right. nice. He sounds like he's from fucking, you know, right. the Bronx. Yeah. And like, I'd be like, yo, bro, honestly, at this point in my life, I'm not. I, I am. I'll, I'm, I'll openly admit that, like, I am stuck. Like, as far deep as I go, maybe like, oh, three. You know what but I mean? See like, that that I think being stuck is different than not digging. See, you're like, no, I don't care. That's different. Yeah, yeah, that's that's See, pretty much what it I'll, is. Like, I'll have a friend our age who goes nothing goods out them playing shit, and their mind is blown. Like Pablo, right? Pablo's right. like, "Yo, just give me more of this." Like, I'm currently putting a thumb drive together to give to him like, on Friday, and like, he'll be like, "Yo, da da da." Like my man Crime Apple, right? Who I love, like, by the way. I put him up on Crime, and he's like, "Yo, this kid's incredible. It's all I listen to." Now. He's nice. Yeah. So like, give me more of X, Y, Z. Like, are there other people like this, or are there other people? Yeah, you doing put, you put me onto him. I want to say 20, 2016, maybe. I don't remember what year it would have been. It was a long time ago. Now, twenty fifteen, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Now, yeah. Now you, it looks. Yeah. Everything feels like two years ago in my right. brain because COVID. I <laughs> right. It. But you sent me. I think you sent you sent me a like a link like, yo, listen to this. I think I, I don't know if you were on the track or you were like, I'm going to do a track with this dude. And right, I was right, like, right. this kid's fucking nice. And then yeah, like, he's nasty. I, I looked up his he did some shit with like uh, with like Mayhem Loren. Right. I think. Did he do his record with him? I can't. Well, he's I can't, got I, the record with mugs. Oh, he's got that's, the stuff with mugs. That's, yeah. that, that's why I'm getting. Yeah. OK, so I was on a, like a. I was on, you know what it was? I was on like a mugs rabbit hole. Yeah. Like yeah, I'll yeah. do that sometimes. Like I'll be like, all sure. right, let me just, all right, here we go. And I'm like four days straight. I'll just listen to every track that the guy ever did. No matter right. what. Yeah. Yeah. You go down and the worm. Right. I think, I think that's what it was. It was. And I was like, yo, this kid's sick. And then I was like, oh, Vinny fucking was talking about this kid. And then boom, I was like, let me, he, yeah, he, he's uh yeah, he's nice. He's fucking, I, kid's fucking I, I, lo nice. I, I looked up the guy I was telling you about. Uh -huh. But I said was the fought for the title and right, right, know, right. And, and I said, you know, he's not young, young. He's he's your age. He's 42. Is he really? Yeah. And at uh, this time when we we met in 03, uh -huh. which would have put him at 23 in his very early 20s. Yeah. Yeah. Which I was. And he was like, no, nah, I don't I don't know any of these dudes, man. I have a friend whose father is a trainer. Mm -hmm. He he vied for a world championship. Uh huh. Does know the guys in his dad's stable. Doesn't know shit about Bob. Will openly tell you I don't even like the shit. I yeah. did it because I was good at it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I made my dad train me. Yeah. He didn't want to. Yeah. I happen to be good at it. He fought. He knows all the same people you and I know that fought in the amateurs at a high level. Mm -hmm. And he's like, yeah, dude, I don't give a fuck about boxing. I don't like it. 
B, I think we have to like, I think that's not us telling each other, but reminding the fans, like, guys, don't, when we joke around and say, don't listen to us, we're two guys on our couch. Well, the flip side to that is, don't always think that Tim Bradley knows what the fuck he's talking about just because he was in there with. Right. Well, that's what I was going to talk to you about. Like, so when we did the first PBC shit, they, when I was at NBC, which I've mentioned a thousand times on the show. Yeah. um, They, they got Ray Leonard. And I was yeah. like, oh, fuck. Uh-huh. Like, why? Uh-huh. And, then, and like, so other people, they were like, what do you mean? It's fucking Ray Leonard. Yeah, that's a get to them. He, he's a, he, I'm like, yo, he's terrible on the mic. And the B-roll footage and the people that, see, I didn't work production. I worked operations. Mm-hmm. So the production people like, yo, all this guy's talking about is golf. Like, all yeah. he's talking about is like, hey, did you guys happen to watch golf? Hey, did you see whatever, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, whatever mm-hmm. golf, like, oh, that guy is incredible. They're like, right. What about the fights? He's like, oh, yeah, uh, sure. Like, I think it was it was Keith Thurman. And he didn't you could tell he didn't know who he was. Sure. Or had yeah. he knew he, like he you could tell he knew who he was, but hadn't watched him. You know what I mean? Or hadn't. Well, hadn't, it's the same when they had Boom Boom for a while. You know oh, what I mean? He was. Boom Boom. I, I was watching something with. Look, I love Ray. I love Boom Boom. I love Lennox. Those guys. Dude, look, man. See, the thing about Lennox, though, is it's a little different. Lennox just it's not his personality to to do color. Lennox, I think, actually watches the guys. He seems like he knows. No, no. I He knows what's uh, happening. It's but, he's just not good at. Right. The they job. throw they throw to him. They're like, so Lennox, what do you think? He's like, great. And uh-huh. it's like, that's it. No, no, and, you're right. You're right. He's up on shit. He just doesn't have. That that's not a talent. Ray and Boom Boom, like they last watched Bobby uh, Bobby Chacon fight. <laughs> like their oh most God. recent their most recent fight, you know, was uh, was uh, uh, them being invited to a, a boxing after dark card in 02. Right, like yeah, you like, know? I, like like they'll be like, so uh, Oscar De La Hoya, blah blah. Like, how about that kid? He's incredible. <laughs> the, the, you know, and, and they're like, well, actually, he owns the promotion that's actually put in the sun. Like, wow incredible and he's still fighting and they're uh-huh. like no dude like so do you remember 50. it was very short-lived ray had like it was trying to do have a promotional company in the early 2000s yeah yeah, yeah. so it was right after the nine it was it was uh so for those that don't remember the bernard tito fight was supposed to be the saturday after 9 11 yes so it was the it was the 15th and Obviously, it didn't happen because the fight was in New York. Right. But right. miraculously, it happened two weeks after. Two weeks after on that, the 29th. Right. So after Bernard won, I'd say a week or two after that, Ray had his one of his first cards as like Sugar Ray Promotions in Philly, and we went to it. And like as part of the draw to get people to go, it was like two things, like. There was a, a a VIP where you could like meet Ray and get your own box, you know, though at those yeah, venues, yeah. like the, the nicer venues like yeah. Barclays or, you know, and uh and Bernard was gonna be there with all the belts, like bringing it home to Philly, you know, after beating Tito. Yeah. So I was like, we gotta go to that, you know. So we got like the box and the trunk. And I met Ray and he could not be a sweeter guy. And um, you know, sort of uh, uh, when you meet someone like at the fights, you're just, you know giving him a pound and out. But right. it was like enough meet and greet where I felt comfortable asking him like a couple questions. 
Yeah, yeah. And like whoever was crazy at that time on the come up at like Welter in 01, whoever it would have been, say it was Zab or Kashizu. Like, right, right. What do you think of Ka this Kashizu kid or whatever? You know what I mean? Whatever I said. At the yeah. Time. And he looked at me like I had nine heads. You know yeah. what I mean? And I was He's just like, like, yo, <laughs> one of the best ever. Thank you for having us. Thank you for bringing us to Philly. Enjoy your night, sir. You know what I mean? I left yeah. it at that. Like, hello, how are you? Picture. But I just wanted to get like a question in just to see where his head at. Was it like Welters yeah. now? And I, and I think it's like when Zoo, it was the era where like Zoo, and it was right before that fight. It was like Zoo. I might have said, who do you think is going to win? Win, right, yeah. And he would like look at me like I had nine heads. It's like, who's going to so, win? Yeah, the golf that's on this weekend? Right, right. Tiger Woods. Right, right. Yeah. So look, what's happening this weekend, P? The return of your guy, your Brooklyn guy. Teofimo, oh, the takeover, oh, yeah. the takeover. Lopez. Oh, you boy. Talk yeah. to me about, talk to me about. At, us, at 140 uh, pounds. At was debut at 140. Me right. and you are very loose. Some might say too loose with us saying people are wacky. It's only because you and I are wacky. Right. That we, got, can see, we can see crazy. I can, we, I can, I can guys, see on my own. Guys, just for the record, when we say that, it's because we can sniff our own out. It's right. not because we think we're normal and we're casting aspersions. It's basically like when you're from Brooklyn and you go out, you know another motherfucker's from Brooklyn. When you're, when you're from Philly and you're out, you know another. You know it. Right, so right, don't right. ever get it twisted and write in, yo, why are you guys talking about this guy's mental health? And da, da, da. Look, man, it, it, it takes one to know one, as they say. So... Ay, ay, ay. Um, I'm not familiar with Pedro Campa. Look, um, nobody is. Uh, he's 34 and one. The right. one loss he was stopped. When you talk about matchmaking, you, that's who the matchmaker. I don't know who. Yeah, uh, who's at top rank right now? Um, because we were talking about who's the matchmaker over at Golden Boy. You were like, is it still what's his yeah, name? The, I was like, uh, I'm not sure. Is it Cameron Duncan? No. Uh, it's what's his face? Um, oh man, it's it, he's got a oh, fuck me. It's uh, Bruce, add, it's Trampler, it's Bruce Trampler. Bruce Trampler. I'll yeah. add that the guy who he was stopped by, the I don't and know, Brad who Goodman. He is. Brad Goodman's the other one. I that's I, who I was thinking of. Brad Goodman, it's Brad Goodman, and Bruce Trampler. Those are the match the top. A right guy there. named Carlos Jimenez, who I don't know, who was 11 and 8. At the time, stopped him. Stopped him. He he has thirty six total fights. I don't know any of the guys in the thirty six total fights. Um, he's he's from. He was he's born and resides in Mexico. Um, he's one of those guys that. I don't, this might be his first time fighting outside of there. Um, this is, see, this is top rank at its finest. You know what I mean? This is, this is a, a well-oiled machine. So they'll get a showcase in New York, get a buzz for Lopez again. Um, they're probably praying for a knockout, but for him to get a few rounds in, um, I don't think this is going to go past the fourth. Um, and then he'll go on a rant on the mic afterwards and call out Sugar Ray Leonard. 
He's gonna get. He's gonna call. So he's going to call out Henry Armstrong. Yeah, he's he's like, I'll beat everybody. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I think he busts him up. In the corner, stops it in six. Okay. Um, knocking the guy around, busting him up. Um, you know, Mexican guys always come to fight. All we are always tough. Doesn't mean they're good. Right. Tough. Um, you know, what, what, what do you want? If you're top rank, you want them to spark them out and it to be on, uh, sports center. Right. Which is what what they're hoping for. Yeah. That's what they're hoping for. If he, if he knocks them around, if what I think happens, that's not a sports center highlight. I don't know how horny that gets everybody to, to, to knock around an unheralded guy and get a stoppage. If what you think happened when you call it in four B, like he's going to bed, bed, knockout. That, that I mean, that's knockout or like the referee jumps in. You know what I mean? Like it's it's going to be a battering. I I think what he needs is Pacquiao, Ricky Hatton type of knockout. What I mean for his career, I don't like the kid. So right, it's it's. I'm just talking. We we try to separate things you know what i mean we will admit who we like and don't like but we will also separate what he needs what has to be done Mm -hmm. we're both picking him we're both picking him by stoppage but you want to get people horny again he he needs to go to bed this guy you know what i mean night night needs to Um, have a real knockout on the flip side like if he looks shitty or it goes the distance i don't know where you go after it meaning what's your next opponent it's oh no dude like that's a nightmare yeah, that's that'll be a nightmare for him. So top ranks hoping for a big knockout. They'll talk some shit about afterwards that they want to make, you know, big fights. They won't. They'll make another, you know, he'll get like a Richard Comey rematch or something like that. Someone already yeah. beat, make someone move up. Um, but let's see what happens on Saturday. I'm saying he's gonna finish the guy by the fourth, whether it's referee stoppage or brutal knockout, it's gonna be a one-sided battering. Yeah, I say the six just real quick before we move on. Let's just talk about who's at 40. It seems like these guys at 35 with names are talking about going up. Ryan Garcia said he definitely is. Yeah. We we don't believe anything that kid says. You know what Not I'm a saying? Word. But uh, you got Josh Taylor, obviously, at the top. Jose Ramirez, we spoke about Progre on the show earlier. He's just not active enough. Right. Um, that's a good fight, B. Sure. I if Teofimo Lopez were to look good and do what we were both saying, there uh, was some there was some Twitter fingers like a month ago between them two. Was there? Yeah, yeah. Like look, uh, Ho- Jose Zapata, that kid Barbosa who we talked about earlier, who got that win. Uh-huh. He called Teofimo out. Um, that kid Jack Catterall, who I think had a fluke win. Sandor Martin, that kid from Spain. Yep. Who beat uh, um, Mikey. Yes. Montana Love, who we never want to see ever again. Oh, my God. Make that fight. If they're going to give Lopez okay. someone a knockout, give him the Montana Love fight. What about Gary? Oh give him Gary Antoine Russell. It's same. Give him both. Easy fight same to night. Make. Same night. Have those three fighting around Robin of who I don't want to see anymore. That kid, Subrio uh, uh, Mateus, is Subrio's, 18 and Subrio one. Mateus. Yeah, yeah, and has all our yeah, all our 18 are knockouts. And then that, that Mexican kid, uh uh 
Gabriel uh, Valenzuela from Mexico. He's 25, three and one, but he's on, he's had a run. So there's right. guys there that, you know, That's a, a tough couple, division. It's a tough division. It's not glamorous, but they're all good guys. They're all Beta, good. Progray, Taylor, Barbosa, Catter, that kid will be sand, that kid will be Mikey Sand or Mark can't punch. So that's a safe, safe fight yeah. if they can make it. Cause you know he he can't punch his way out of a wet paper bag. Right. 42 fights and he's got 13 stoppages. So I mean, you're not, you know. But so yeah, uh, that's what we're looking at this weekend. As far as next week, man, the whole, you know, the whole fight's gonna be dedicated, the whole episode is gonna be dedicated. So, you know, we'll obviously review what happens in Teofimo Lopez, but it's going to be a deep dive into everything we know about AJ and um, and Usyk, Usyk in the background. And, you know, I got some inside scoop in regard to what's going on over Kat's there. Got, Kat's got the inside track. I do. I do. I very much so do. Uh, with that said, are we going to do any mail or are we going to hold off because this- let's 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 just hold off guys right in um, KEOTB boxing at, at Gmail, Gmail. Uh, we, we just try to catch ourselves up this week and we you know, so we will definitely read mail next week. Right. And, uh, you know, you know, give us a review like it. Uh, you know, subscribe, subscribe, all that stuff. B and I don't know really the uh, understand why, but it's apparently very important. It's good. It's as as people in the know say, it's good for the algorithm. Right. It's so algorithm. review it. Give it a you know five star review if that's the how you do it. Yeah, get on um, there and say, look, these two fucking these two guys are good. These we two like idiots them. know what is, what's going on here. Yeah, they they don't know much, but they know this sport a little bit, a little bit. A little bit. Uh, uh big give them your socials all right you can get me at uh at the killer b 24 on twitter uh and at i underscore no underscore that underscore kid on instagram i haven't been that active lately uh i will step that up as well um Vinny, Wiki. yeah i mean this guy goes on vacation and he can't even tweet about boxing or post about boxing on i'm carrying this whole thing this whole it's, operation it's, listen it's all it's all Vin, that's what he does I got a tweet about this boxing. He's, he's, he's a got, water carrier. I'm we, a, all, we all hop on Vinny's back. That's what that's what we do around it's here. It's brutal. It's brutal. I, I don't I don't do one guys out there. I don't do one fucking format. And this is the treatment I get. Mm-hmm. At the end of the show, mm-hmm. this is what they're gonna remember. This guy disappears for a month. That's it. I was in hibernation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on Twitter at Vinny underscore Paz. Uh on IG, box cutter Pazzy. Just Anything, a violent, violent, violent. Now that this meathead, 90s era. How dare you? Now that this meathead man. is back from uh, his prolonged siesta. vacation siesta, we're definitely gonna print these knock them out the box shirts. Uh, we're yeah. gonna get the we're gonna get the um, the design from our guy Shane. And my merch guy, Sam, we're going to do like and, a, and a how, limited how, run. And how big are you guys? You guys like large uh, uh, LXL? I, I think we're going like to do a, bunch of little a, guys a, listening a to run this of thing? large and a run of extra large. And I think you guys got to figure out how to fit into that. Yeah, you know, you know, you could wear it with a buddy. If you're a skinny <laughs> bastard, you, you're out, you're up Shit's Creek. If you're right. a fat bastard, you're up Shit's Creek. It's going to be like, uh, yeah, you if can you're either. A, 
it's if you're a guy like, in the middle, you, you you know, all right. It's going to be like the mid 2000s. You know what I mean? You you wear the shirts that hang down to your knees. Yeah. And uh, if not, you got a little cutoff shirt for the beach. Sure. Right? Just tell um, us to know if you're husky or if you're uh, <laughs> if, if you're wafy. I think we're going large and, and extra large. They got to deal with that. Uh, yeah. Anything regarding my music and merch. Uh, lots of new stuff. I got a new mixtape out uh, to lead up to my new album. I copped it. Called Lower the Blade. I appreciate you, even though you know I would have sent it to you. Everything is at jmtstore.com. And uh, once we get these, uh, once we get these, I liked your idea of uh, the Midnight Marauders, where our heads are where the, the stars are on yeah. the Knock Them Out the Box logo. <laughs> yeah, you like I'm that? I'm a fan of that, so we got to get Shane to do that. Um, yeah, so we'll be doing that soon, guys. So we'll see you next week for the uh, Alexander Usyk, Anthony I'm Joshua I'm two, for that. I am too. All this right, guys. Is... All right, man. Peace, peace. Peace, peace. Knock them out the box, pass. Knock them out. Knock them out the box, B. Knock them out.